0: Hello and welcome to the Room League Podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Rommey. Today's episode, we're going to go through the Commander's 2022 schedule. The team is tied for the easiest schedule based off strength schedule from a year ago. The team has an opportunity to get off to a fast start, opening against the Jaguars and the Detroit Lions, the teams that had the first two picks in the 2022 draft. Nothing is given in this league, but Washington has a chance to have a good season if things break the right way for them. Having said all that, let's take a look. So like I said, week one, you got the Jacksville Jaguars. That's going to be at home. First game is the Washington Commanders. Um, it's going to be different, you know, seeing that on TV or see if fans go to the game and such. Um, Jacksville obviously had a really nice offseason when it comes to signing a lot of players, overpaid for them to get them to get there, guys like Christian Kirk, Brandon Sheriff, um and Lua Khan, linebacker from Atlanta. So they definitely improved their team. They picked Trayvon Walker with their first pick in the NFL draft last week or two weeks ago, excuse me. Um, guy, they, a lot of people thought they were going. Aiden Hutchinson, myself included, but they went with a the high up, more high upside guy with Trayvon Walker. Um, obviously, it's Trevor Lawrence's second year in the league. He obviously had an up and down rookie year, mostly down. They need him to progress to see that you know all that talent that everyone thought he would, and myself included, had coming into the 2021 um, NFL Draft, where he was the first overall pick. So. Having said all that, I think Washington's better than Jacksonville Jaguars at this point, especially if they play like they can. Their defense plays up to their capabilities, so I think they'll get a week one win against Jacksonville Jaguars. Week two, they're at Detroit Lions. The team with the second pick in last year's, class, last year's draft, or last couple weeks' draft, it was Aiden Hudson. That was a really good pick for them. They traded up to get Jameson Williams, who probably won't be available for them. Week two, I'm really, really high on Jameson Williams. He was my favorite receiver, um, if healthy, but I had Garrett Wilson ahead of him due to uh, Jameson's injury. But they had an offseason in their own right. They resigned D.J. Chark to pair with Amon, St. Brown and eventually Jamison Williams. Um, Jared Goff's back again as the starter. Again, um, I think eight hundred is going to be a huge lift for them for that de- defensive line—it's been really, really putrid for the last couple years—but I think Washington get that win in Week Two. Week Three, they're home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly, you know, really improved. Um, there's nothing about that getting A.J. Brown from the Titans in the first round uh, during the draft for a first-round and third-round pick. They also seen John James Radbury this week. Um, he's a guy that obviously has had a you know, pretty solid career between Carolina and the Giants. Um, he's a you know big piece for that Eagles defense that needs someone opposite of Darius Slay. So that was a nice signing for them. And obviously they have um, Jalen Hurts going into year three. They really need him to take a big step because that team talent wise could be the best team in that in the NFC East based on what Dallas has lost and you know Philly's gain and even obviously Washington. you know, getting Carson wins That will be the biggest marquee move. Everyone knows that. Knows that. And if he Reaches, you know, some of that 2017 heights. And yes, the Washington will be a lot, lot better. Um, and hopefully that's the case for, you know, the fan base. But for this week three purposes, I'm going to give Washington the win just because they're at home. Um, and I think they can hold, you know, hold serve. Carson Wentz's first game against his former team. I think Washington get the win. Week four at Dallas, I have the Dallas Cowboys winning. I think at Dallas is obviously going to be the big part of that. Washington, i a horrible, horrible performance against Dallas. Really both times last year, but especially at Dallas and that Sunday night game towards the end of the year. And Dallas, obviously, still has some pieces. You know, obviously, Dak's still a quarterback. Michael Gallup could be back by then to play opposite of C.D. Lamb, who's a stud. Um, they signed James Washington, drafted Jalen Tolbert um, in the third round from South Alabama, a guy I'm a big fan of. Dalton um, Schultz, tight end's obviously solid. They, Tyler Smith's going to be their new right tackle, took it over for Lyle Collins. Defensively, obviously, they have Micah Parsons, who is, you know, really, really damn good and someone that's only going to get better. And secondary-wise, Trayvon Diggs is very good. I think he's a little overrated, but he has a very good corner in this league, especially when it comes to his uh, interception abilities and ball skills. Um, but I'll give Dallas a win here week four, week five against we Tennessee Titans at home, give Titans a win. I think Derrick Henry's gonna power this team, that team to a win over Washington that day. Um, Tannehill's lost, you know, his best receiver in A.J. Brown but they did have Robert Woods, who's a really, really good receiver in this league, borderline number one, um, high end number two. They drafted Traylon Burks, um, I, I don't think he's gonna be anything near A.J. Brown, especially in year one. Um, but and that's a guy they're gonna be leaning on eventually. They sent Austin Hooper to play tight end for them. That was a good signing for them. A good defensive line and Harold Landry and Bud Dupree and Jeffrey Simmons, who's an absolute stud in the middle, maybe the best defense tackle in the league outside of Aaron Donald. Um... And they have caleb farley coming off an acl their first round pick in 2021 so uh, i'm gonna give tennessee the win, the win in week five uh, well, that brings Washington's a record to three and two in week six the week uh, washington's on a thursday night game against chicago bears at chicago going against justin fields in his second year um chicago really doesn't have many weapons outside of Dar- darnell mooney on the outside they didn't do much to address in the draft either. they did sign byron pregle um, from the chiefs but he you know he's a more of a rotation receiver dave montgomery's a really good running back um, so that will be good for Chicago. Um, they still have middle linebacker in Roquan Smith. Eddie Jackson is safety. if they decide Jaquan Briscoe to pair with Eddie Jackson. That's a really, really good pick for them in the second round. Uh, honestly, who Washington should have targeted instead of uh, fyderia Mathis, but that's besides the point. Um, but anyways, I think Washington get a win in a short week at Chicago, week six, bringing the record to four and two. Week seven, they have home against the Packers. Washington has had some success against the Packers at home of late. Um, I think they've won two straight against Green Bay when at FedEx. Uh, they did lose to Green Bay last year when they went to Lambeau. Um, but you know, Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. Yes, they lost the best receiver in the NFL and Monte Adams. But they still they signed Christian Watson, I mean, they drafted Christian Watson in the second round. I think he they have some my hopes for him. He's a good upside receiver. They have Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, um uh, Alan Zard, and obviously really two good running backs in Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. So the Packers still are a very, you know, really good NFL team. Still top four, top three NFC um, team as well. So the Packers winning that one. This are at the four and three. Week eight at the Colts This Carson wins second revenge game or whatever you want to call it. Obviously with the Colts for one year last year. Um, I'm going to give the Colts a win just because it's at Indianapolis. I think Carson hopefully with a good showing, but Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the NFL right now. We watched the Washington defense will struggle to stop him. Um, Matt Ryan still is a formidable, you know, force at quarterback. Michael Pittman Jr. is a really good receiver. Um, Alec Pierce is a good second-round pick for them. Someone they're going to pair with Pittman. Uh, Mo Ali Cox, the tight end, um, you know, guys like that. They have a really good offensive line. In um, you know, good uh, linebacker core, led by Darius Leonard, who is one of the best linebackers in the NFL. So go you know, the Colts win there. It's the Washington record, six four and four at that point. Week nine, uh, home against Minnesota. We watching the win. Um, playing against Kirk Cousins at home. Obviously, that's you know, old news by this point. This is fourth fifth year in Minnesota. Um, but either way, I think Washington can beat Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota, obviously, has Dalvin Cook. Justin Jefferson, one of the best receivers in the year, uh, league. Adam Thielen. Irv Smith Jr. is going to be back from his torn ACL. Um, Christian Darasol, left tackle, should be better in a second year. Um, protecting the blind side of Kirk Cousins. Um, they did sign Darius Smith to pair with um, Daniel Hunter, who that could be one of the best 1-2 pass rushing threats in the NFL. So that's you know, that's something to keep an eye on. Minnesota obviously has a poorer secondary. They did resign Patrick Peterson, but definitely could use a little more help in that you know back end. Um, but I could watch them win in Week Nine, Week Ten at Philly on Monday Night Football. Getting Philly win there just because that Philly. I think Washington split. They'd be happy to split one of those. And again, another Carson Wentz's first trip return to Philadelphia. I'm sure it's going to be a hostile crowd for him. Uh, but hopefully, like I said, he shows up for you know good. At least a good performance, and hopefully they can get the win on Monday Night Football. But I'm going to give Philly the win there. I think AJ Brown's going to have a big game. I think he's you know the best receivers in the league, and got paid like a you know after he got traded to Philly. So um, for a formidable secondary now with um, Darius Slay and James Bradbury, Anthony Harris the safety. So, uh, and I think Nakobe Dean was a steal in the third round for them middle linebacker. Week 11 at Houston. I'm going to give Washington the win there. Davis Mills is going to be a starting quarterback for Houston. Um, They still have lacking weapons. Brandon Cooks is a really good receiver. He's number one in this league. They did um, draft John Mechie, who's gonna be a really good number two for them. Um, Damon Pierce is gonna be the running back from Florida. I think he was a a fourth round pick. I'm really high on him. I think he's eventually gonna be their number one running back if not from day one. Gonna give Washington a win against Houston there. Week 12 home against Atlanta. Um, Atlanta, obviously, is Marcus Mariota at quarterback. They drafted Drake London in the first round to be their number one receiver. They did trade for Brian Edwards from the Raiders, so I thought that was a really good trade for them to only have to give a uh, fifth to get him. Um, Kyle Pitts is an absolute stud. He's going to be one of the best tight ends in the league if he isn't already. Um, but other than that, they're they're really a talented, depleted roster in the NFL, so I'm going to give Washington a win there. Week 13 at the Giants, I'm mean, going to give the Washington uh, Commanders another win. The Giants, I think, are by far the worst team in the NFC East. I still don't have high hopes for Daniel Jones. The Giants are still giving him one more chance to show that he can be their franchise quarterback going forward. Um, Hopefully, Saquon Barkley has a bounce-back year for the sake of the Giants. Hopefully, not for the sake of Washington. Um, Kenny Galladay has always been injury-prone, but they're going to need him to step up after they gave him that big contract last offseason. But the Giants, obviously, and they had a nice first first round getting Evan Neal, Kayvon Thibodeau, but I'm going to give Washington the win here week 13. Week 14 is the bye. Which is a very, very late buy as latest I can ever remember as a Washington fan having. Um, but hopefully they can give them you know, a little bit of a rest before those last four games. Week 15 against the Giants again, this time at home. Kind of the same reasons I've already listed off. I'm going to watch the win there. I need to capitalize on playing you know, a talent, not as talented Giants team when it comes to that. If they want to make the playoffs and you know, compete for the division, they're going to have to win games like that. So I'm in the Giants at week 15, week 16 at San Francisco. I'm assuming Trey Lance is going to be the quarterback, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, who knows. Um, you know, running back, obviously, Elijah Mitchell had a really good rookie year for them. He's going to be their one running back again. I'm assuming Debo Samuel is going to be there. That that talk has died down. Um, obviously, trying to extend him. He doesn't seem like he wants that, but, um, you know, he's obviously a, one of the best receivers in the NFL. Nick Bosa is one of the best pass rushers in the league. Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers. Um, so, for, 49ers, obviously, are a very talented team. This is, you know, getting towards the playoff football. So, ers going to be raring to go. So, a good 49ers win there. Week 17, home against the Cleveland Browns. Um, Regardless of what happens to Deshaun Watson, it looks like he probably will be cleared by the second-to-last game of the year, so I expect him to play for Cleveland that game. Um, Obviously, they have Nick Chubb, uh, Kareem Hunt, Amari Cooper, who they stole from Dallas really for nothing, Donovan Peoples-Jones. They drafted David Bell in the third round wide receiver from Purdue, who I really like. He had a really poor combine, but he always produced at Purdue week after week, no matter who he was playing against, so I think he can be the number two receiver for Cleveland um, before long. David Njoku, a tight end. Miles Garrett Garrett's probably the best pass rusher in the NFL right now, or one of them, um, and you know, Denzel Ward's a beast corner, so they have a really good team. they get to Cleveland to the win there in Week 17, and then, excuse me, get yeah, Cleveland to win, and then lastly, to the finish the season, Week 18, home against Dallas, you know, shades of 2012 when Washington played them, and you know, to win the division when Robert know, e. Griffin III led the charge, and Rob Jackson in an interception to seal the game against Tony Romo, but... Maybe they're playing for something like that in this in this scenario, but for you know sake of this, who knows? I'm gonna give them the win to Dallas, though. I'm assuming the win to Washington to close the season to get to ten and seven. I think that would be a huge you know nice record for the team. They haven't had ten wins since that 2012 season, so I think they can beat Dallas at home. They can neutralize Zeke and Tony Pollard and make Dak Prescott beat him with CD Lamb and you know James Washington and Gallup and all those guys that they just need to neutralize Michael Parsons on the other side of the ball. Um, but either way, I'm gonna watch the win there, and I'm gonna give Washington Commanders record ten and seven, and that should be, I'm gonna say, good for competing for the first place in NFC East, if not a wild card spot, especially since there's three wild card spots. So I think that would be a really good season for Washington. Hopefully that's the case. You know, based off the schedule, they have a really good opportunity to, you know, finish close to double digit wins. I think maybe the floor is eight, seven or eight, and the ceiling might be eleven. So and go either way. Obviously, we saw how they fared down the stretch last year to all the COVID you know injuries or whatever you want to call them that really killed momentum when they finally got back to six and six after winning four in a row after starting two and six so hopefully this year they don't need to get in that hole again and go on a four game winning streak to you know rectify things if they could just stay consistent from day one that would really really help this team and you know help them you know have a really good season so well that that concludes the Roman League episode. The commanders will have a much easier schedule than last year, at least on paper. You know, coming off a third place finish in your division will do that for you. Definitely easier than having the first place um, schedule after they won the division in 2021. The team has the talent to capitalize on its easiest slated games, has a real legitimate shot at 10 wins if everything breaks right. You can follow me on Twitter at NFL Scout21 and Instagram at Roman League underscore pod. Thanks for listening. Please rate and subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.